Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Space floats by with no relief. Till Danvers joins the team Unite to find Thanos Last time I saw that, Pricky gave me good advice So I went for his head, and I took his life And last time I saw you, you were thinner and sober Now you sit inside, drink all day, let Fortnite take over It's been five years since the shit hit the fan But only five hours for me when strong Tiny in the van I've got a plan to fix the universe, I call it a time heist The vanish won't return unless you take my advice G'day, g'day, and welcome to the Segway Files. I'm Axel. With us we have Heather and Ryan. Producer Ryan. Yo! And today we're going to talk about various things. First off... Which is why it's called the Segway Files. Which is the Segway Files, <laughs> yeah. First off, Marvel's Avengers Endgame. How many people were disappointed by that movie? Me. Even though it is like broken records. I think it only broke records because okay. it, they hyped it. It was such a hype that everybody, ha- that I think probably a good portion of the world saw it first, for the first time. I, I think that's, that's very true. But they did. Oh, I do have to call it though. Uh, if you remember, if you've been listening to us. You'll remember that when we talked about the potential for Endgame, that I brought up Professor Hulk. And yes, indeed, Professor Hulk Actually, was yeah. in yes. Endgame. Yep. So I called uh, Professor Hulk. Be warned, we will, as usual, because this is us, we will state spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers on Endgame, which be odd if you have not seen it since it's been out for over a month now, uh, go ahead, turn this off. Go watch it and then come back and see if you agree with us. <laughs> yeah, and um, and I know we briefly talk about it on the Casket Cast because we we liked it that much that we <laughs> gave it a whole ten minutes. <laughs> and I don't even know if ten minutes is the proper like. I so liked the concept. I liked what they did. I liked. They needed another movie. <laughs> but they rushed it. Yes. It was very rushed. What, it was very. What was the point of having a Captain Marvel movie when she's only in parts of it? Yeah, that was another big disappointment. Was that Captain Marvel shows up for like two thirty-second bits? Yep, she comes or she shows up, has a cup of coffee, takes off. Yeah, does some other stuff we don't actually get to see. Maybe in a sequel. Maybe in the sequel. Who knows? Who knows? Um, and then she comes back, like, right at the end. Yeah. And... Goes Super Saiyan and... Yeah. <laughs> and blows up a ship. Of course, her version of Super Saiyan was kind of weird, because, like, her hair got all short, so it was kind of... 
Yeah, she got a haircut. I, I thought that was funny how she had a haircut in the middle of all this. Yeah. Which is what they call yeah, that she, in the... She shows up in the beginning. She has nice long hair. Thor says, I like her. And then later she's got... She, she had stopped to go get some personal grooming done. <laughs> while everybody else was fighting for the universe. I mean... All right, way to go. <laughs> no, I, th- I would have liked it if... So, I would have loved more of the interaction in, of... One, how she got into the base first, just meet everybody for the first time. Yeah. And then her meeting everybody else. So I kind of feel like that, we just saw parts of that. We never got to see that whole inter, that whole interest, that exchange. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of fell short and ruined parts of that. So that's why I'm thinking if they probably didn't think it, I know that they probably knew what they were I knew what they had forethought had forethought in this because they planned every single thing but I don't think they realized how much contact they really had until they got to this point and so I kind of feel like they should have talked to everybody because um, I know it has to do with money and stuff but I'm sitting going Disney owns so much they have lots of money they could have paid uh, people extra contracts if they wanted the extra movie I have no doubt that people probably wouldn't mind doing an extra movie just to make this right. Not to mention it's three hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Three plus hours of movie and which is I think almost not quite a record, but no, it's no. Not. But it's it, it, for such a long movie, it's, it, it has a lot of dragging parts. Yes. it does. It definitely does. Um, um, I mean, I'm all for story content, but story content that flows mm-hmm. you know not yeah not just pop moments mm-hmm. and yeah kind of goofy shit I, I think the one one thing that really got me was so in infinity war we destroy the stones the universe is gone mm-hmm. but yet he uses the stones to destroy the stones so why is the universe still there <laughs> i was that a theory i mean i i don't know and i mean it's it's a weird continuity thing. It just kind of falls flat in his face, and that was like the first thing I thought of when he when, when they um, when they find uh, Thanos on on the farming planet or whatever he's doing there, and um, they kind of give you a little head nod to that too, to the whole like comic mm-hmm. series where you know like Thanos becomes a farmer and then he's got this like peaceful life and he's got to get drugged back into everything, and it's kind of weird. Um, but it's got a great moment, though. I mean, for a Disney Marvel movie to have a fucking beheading and the be- oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 in the early I went going, for the head. yeah, Thor's line, I went for the head. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. And oh, talk and then- about Fat Thor, <laughs> dude. Fat Thor. <laughs> fat Thor. Fat Thor made he it. He needed for me. his own. Uh, that was hilarious. I would have liked it if he actually while they were working on the time machine if he actually exercised and worked out. He's like, ooh! Just in the background, just watching them try to lose that weight. I think the funniest thing about Fat Thor is the fact that you know he's going to be adding so much cheese to yeah, Guardians that 3. Was... To Guardians 3. Is he going to be in Guardians he's 3? He's got to be. I mean, because he, yeah. he, he goes with the other guys, so you figure that's kind of where they're picked. They got to pick up. What I, he was a cheese. He actually was a cheese in this one, which is kind of what. I mean, I love no, the. No, he ate all the cheese. That's why he was Fat Thor. 
Uh, and all the beer. And all the beer. I know that in the last couple of times we talked about some of the stuff that Marvel's coming out with. Um, how we've talked about how they're dumbing a lot of the uh, superheroes. I kind of feel like they've been dumb. They're starting to that over the last several ep- uh, sh- movies. I feel like Thor's been slowly being dumbed down. Yeah, because they because they did that with Ant Man mm-hmm. and they did it with. Um, yeah, they did it with a few other characters. I, I, feel I feel like, like Thor like... is one of them that they're slowly dumbing down, and just because he's fat doesn't mean he can't be smart. Yeah. I mean, granted, he he did play really well the typical SCA. F- my um, Axel does SCA stuff, and this does what happens is you don't do this for a whole lot of time. You sit, so you stay uh, for five years or more. You get fat. You drink lots of beer and <laughs> play games. That's a tip. That's honestly a typical SCA guy. After they've been no longer SCA for a while, which Axel can explain what an SCA is here in a minute. Or a second. Society for Creative Anachronisms. YouTube, look it up. Heavy combat. <laughs> Imagine medieval, well, some medieval times, various time periods, with heavy fighting. Yep. Mm. Look it up. Lots of fun. Yes. But, but, yeah, so it... I don't know. I'm... I walked away... From Endgame without being really satisfied by the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. That made me sad. And of course, they killed off a couple characters. Which um, I'm okay with. I uh, mean, yeah. I'm okay with a couple of characters getting knocked off. Just did cut off the... I don't want them... They um, killed off... Or Tony. And then they killed off Natasha. Although, then again, they probably didn't know exactly what the time period was for yeah. this. But if they did it right, they probably could have timed it to where they could have talked to Gamora, Gamora right before she sent that stone into the place. Mm-hmm. So if they actually... But then again, they would have to know what that time period No, is. she didn't send the stone into that place. That's where the stone always was. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was just where Thanos took her to kill I her I thought off. she actually... Yeah. No. Found no the that's stone where she found where it was. Got it. And that was always the price for the Soul Stone. Yeah. Which, that else, which, um, Lagora actually, Gamora, Gamora. Gamora actually, so, they did talk about it where the price of the stone is a soul, and that's supposed to come back, but Gamora came back, mm-hmm. and yet, Natasha, though. but yet, Natasha never came back, and I'm sorry, going, well, why can't she come back? But Gamora came back only because it was an earlier temporal version yeah. of Gamora. But they yeah, brought in earlier time. versions. So yeah. why couldn't they brought in an earlier Natasha? They could have, probably, but they didn't. Oh. They just didn't. I mean, they were messing with the time stuff. Yes, there's and a lot of those. They've created, like, five different paradoxes, if you pay <laughs> attention to the movie. Yeah. Uh, apparently, we... Ignore the knocking. <laughs> One thing I, I kind of got that got me too was the fact that, you know, in creating all these weird possible, you know, alternate time streams, you know, you have, um, you know, you have them basically saying, well, we can just go back and we can put everything right and everything else. But then fucking Captain America decides, well, I just want to settle down for yeah. the rest of yeah. my life. and. 
completely kill myself. <laughs> and, and Nebula killing herself. Yeah, I yeah. Nebula, yeah, shooting they the killed, earlier version of herself. They killed mm-hmm. the th- an early version of Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, Thanos. Which was died, the point? Yeah, he died twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I cried. So yeah, there's a few time stuff that might be interesting that they can yeah, easily they, bring up in the future. They messed up the timelines pretty uh, hard mm-hmm. in this, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the times. I think it's cool. I like the ending they did for Captain America because there was. T- I think we mentioned the last time that he may actually leave. So yeah. I like the, f- and then his buddy is taking over for Captain America, possibly. Falcon yeah. becomes Falcon. Captain America. Yeah. So I think it's, I think that was a good, I was actually satisfied with that ending. I find it's interesting, though, that he takes, that he ends up marrying his girl, who was supposed to marry someone else. So I'm yeah. kind of curious how that actually happened. Um, <laughs> like I said, they, they yes. messed with the timelines yeah. pretty hard. Yep. There might be a slight... So the ta- oh right, I love the part where my I think my favorite all-time part is Loki. Oh yeah, the fact <laughs> the that one, yeah the one little part where he actually steals the Taz- Tazrak. Yep, yep. <laughs> He's like, oh hey, he disappears. That. That's like a classic Loki move. I just like how it was just it was simple, but yet funny enough because of his look going. Mean, Hey, there's a Tedrak. Picks it up. Bye Picks now. <laughs> well, everything's in a hurry, so. Well, yeah. And yet, again, another temporal glitch. Yes. Because I think other stuff was supposed to happen after that point with him, too. Well, yeah. He's supposed to be imprisoned yeah, yeah. in uh, Asgard after that. Yes. No, he's not. So... Wah, wah, wah. And you got to imagine Well, that. now we're going to find Deadpool is out there, you know, fixing the timelines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just by shooting everybody. <laughs> he just kind of appears out of nowhere. Let's fix this. Just one after the other. So, yep. I think that's it for Endgame. Uh, yeah. Definitely see if, if you guys are all... I guess for me it's more of... If you guys are Marvel Universe fans, definitely, and you have not seen it, definitely see it just for the fact that you get to finish the story. But be warned, um, you may not come very, come out very satisfied with it. I'm going to say it's not a bad movie. I'm going to say it's only okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's that's my... It's an okay movie. And for me, it's it's basically just like... I was never a fan of the Avengers movies to begin with. Uh, I only liked Infinity War. So, for me, with this having its Disney ending and, you know, kind of falling in line with the rest of the, uh, you know, the way they've done the others, you know, the rest of the series. Disney's always had Marvel for a while, right? Yeah, they've had it for a while. They've had it for a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, But... You know, considering how how it's fallen into place, this is kind of mm-hmm. like a. This is your, this is, if you're if you've been a fan of the Avengers since the first movie, you'll like this movie. If you're like me and you're a casual watcher and you don't really care about comic books, you might this might disappoint you or it might hit you in the feels. Who knows? Um, I know for me, I don't have feelings, so 
Uh, if <laughs> not, you... not in that way. So uh, when I see sappy ass endings, I just want to walk out of the theater. Uh, so <laughs> if you are one of those people that are tear jerkers, definitely bring tissue. <laughs> it is the tear jerkers at the end. But the, another thing too is they they kind of set other things up. Uh, I, I mean, this movie will be setting up uh, the Far From Home film mm-hmm. with the Spider Man. Yep. Yep. Uh, Far from home, the new galaxy, possibly with Thor. Yeah, got Guardians. Um, well, there was a news story that said that the director for the Guardians of the Galaxy movie said that uh, Gar- Guardians three will uh, expand upon and resolve the Rocket storyline. Oh. Mm. So that'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I know that when I was looking at future... It's James Gunn, right? Yeah, James yeah, Gunn. James Gunn. Yeah, James had a little bit to do with this movie. I think he was like one of the executive producers on it or whatnot. Yeah, but it was uh, the brothers that did yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, they might be coming out with a Black Widow movie finally. I did see that as part of one of the future movies. Yeah, I think it was like Black Widow was one of the movies that's going to be coming out. Gods from the Garcy 3... I think they were doing, going to do a few more stuff. but Oh, and we're going to switch uh, franchises. Hmm. Uh, the DC Universe on TV, on, on regular television, is adding Batwoman. Yes. Oh. With Ruby Rose. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll and be interesting. I've seen the, the previews of it. Well, not really previews. It's more like the teaser, which you have Ruby Rose dressed as Batwoman in standing in front of the Bat Signal on a big tall building with the cape flowing and it's like coming soon that's the teaser for it so. uh, but she did make an appearance in the annual, annual crossover yes, the annual crossover when they did the deceit and they did meet up with her which yep. uh, interesting enough so I don't know about the comics if Ruby Rose in the comics was what her sexual preference was I do know in a lot of comics especially in the older ones especially when a lot of these had been created in the older times they were straight yeah so they actually did tease when they did the annual annual crossover that she was actually gay or possibly you know or something like that so which is actually fine i have no issues with it i just thought it was it doesn't um i think it's kind of cool that they're that dc's actually bringing a lot of that in um, a lot of that diversity, I think it's definitely something to at least say, hey, this is cool. It'll be interesting to watch. I'm actually kind of surprised that she's been kind of on the rise lately as far as um, what she's getting as far as roles. First thing I ever saw her in was Orange is the New Black. And then she had that brief part in uh, John Wick 2. John Wick 2, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, her getting this role, you know, which would be more of a mm-hmm. reoccurring character than... Or the main character, uh, get to show what she can do acting wise. I mean, I don't know if the characters she because like she was pretty much a silent character in in John Wick. She didn't really say anything. She's more yeah, well, I did, don't think she said anything at no. all. No, it was just mostly just the look and then the, the fight scenes. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and she had she had some lines because she had a very small part and. In Orange is the New Black, they kind of introduced her um, when they switched prisons. I think like when one of the main characters ended up in a different prison, and she ended up being there. And eventually, she gets transferred to the original prison that they were all at. Um, so, 
yeah, who knows? He'll we'll get to see some different things, and I'm just kind of I'll be interested to see what they'll do with all her tattoos. <laughs> the, the, those crazy amounts of tattoos she has, those are all hers. I think. So I think uh, when they did the annual crossover, I think she had some tattoos on her. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember though. Yeah, she's she's pretty heavily tatted, so it'll maybe make a uh, bad woman feel a little bit more badass. <laughs> so to a point, but she is quite good looking. So I, I can imagine that's the majority reason. You know, she's got a really interesting look, um, and depending on where they timeline you know the batwoman series you know i mean well when they in the crossover bruce wayne had disappeared and so she is bruce wayne's cousin Mm -hmm. and she stepped forward to take over the mantle of the bat Mm -hmm. is how they portrayed it in the crossover Mm -hmm. so and then the comics or tv shows or whatever that they had her uh did she had the red hair because i know she has red hair in this one yeah uh, in well, he says the, the original bat, I mean that was the thing for the original. A lot of, uh, a lot of the superhero heroines ha- end up having red hair because, I mean it's a comic book and it's color, yeah. and so they had red hair. But yes, it is the drawn origi- by men. <laughs> it's drawn by men. Yeah, and but uh, the original Batwoman was not related to Batman. And there was not just about, you know, and it wasn't Barbara Gordon because Barbara Gordon was Batgirl. So there was a Batgirl and a Batwoman. Hmm. And, uh... So, so, I guess the concept would be is if Bruce Wayne in this one disappears, does that mean they may bring a bat, bring a version of Batman into the series? Uh, who knows? And what is it tying... It, it, now, it'll be a new DC series. Is it going to yes. be tying into any of the existing yes. DC series? Like Gotham and... Uh, Gotham, so. no, I don't think. I don't um, think Gotham. Luck of good. Because like, I don't know if you saw the season finale of no. Gotham, but thumbs down. They, uh... <laughs> I, I watched the first few episodes of Gotham and then just didn't get into it. They So re- I haven't watched it at all. They really fuck a lot of the storylines up for a lot of the characters and kind of create their own little thing um but it it more or less revolves around uh around the uh you know the mad scientist victor strange or dr strange something like that mr strange hugo strange hugo strange yeah yeah i get all these strange people mixed up but um, yeah, they they revolve most of the series around that, around all his weird creations and shit, and the fact that you know the Joker comes out of that, the fucking all the other weird things come out of that, Poison Ivy, fucking everything, you know, everything you can imagine from that universe all stems out of that, and it's kind of irritating mm. that none of these characters can have a life of their own. They're all just like connected to either him or Raj Al Ghul. Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so yeah, no, there's um, Batwoman's more connected to like the Flash, Supergirl, oh, okay. DC Legends, DC oh, okay. series. So basically everything that was on the WB. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Cool. So they'll probably bring her in for the annual crossover again, possibly. Uh, more than likely. Yeah. When they do the annual crossover. <laughs> I'll be interested in seeing some of the uh, bad guys that they bring in um, and what other, like, you know, 
stuff. Now, I haven't seen anything on it, but have, you, have either of you watched anything on Titans? No. no. And I do want I, I do want to catch up and see Titans. I mean, the first season is done, so I want to see it. It was supposed to be coming to Netflix. I don't think it's come to Netflix yet. It's not. Yeah. But uh, I do want to see it. I mean, right now we it just showed up on on demand you where you can it. rent it for two ninety nine an episode, and uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. So yeah. I'm probably gonna go. <laughs> I'm probably going to go out since it's complete, and I'm going to download episodes to watch, but I do not recommend that anyone perform this criminal activity. <laughs> hey, they got, they got everybody's money. They don't need every little, every little penny. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what you're talking about, Axel. I am not going to pirate as I know it. This this uh, entire series. Uh, no, we have not seen Titans, as you can tell. Um, which actually segues us into some other stuff, like stuff that are possibly leaving or is leaving or coming and going. Like, The Big Bang Theory finally had their last episode, season finale. Mm-hmm. And I guess Young Sheldon's ending ended too, because uh, mm-hmm. of what's-his-name. Uh, from the Big Bang Theory. Well, I don't know if Young Sheldon's it ending. It did. I saw it on the thing saying... I read that Was it were. season finale or series finale? Uh, I believe it's season finale, and I can look it up. Well, season oh. finale doesn't mean the end of the series. Oh, no, see your series, I mean. Let me check. Yeah, I know I recently saw the, um... The newest, uh, Ted Bundy movie that's got Netflix swooning and... The guy who plays Sheldon is actually on in the movie. Yeah, he plays one of the um, he plays the attorney that's trying to put put away Ted Bundy. Ah, yeah, kind of give him a little bit of a thumbs up character, which is great because he's such a he's such a downer <laughs> in the other show. Even though he's a funny actor, he just I don't know. It's like when you. I'm sorry, uh, they did renew uh, Young Sheldon. I must have got the season season in the series confused. Because that must have been when... Because I, when, I when I was reading Young Sheldon after the Big Bang Theory had ended, uh, in the description it uh, literally looked like it said series ended, but I guess it must have been the season. Because hmm. CBS says as of... Or Deadline.com says... As of February 22nd, 2019, CBS has renewed its soon-to-be number one comedy series, Young Sheldon, for two additional seasons, beginning with the 2019 to 2020 broadcast season. Hmm. Yeah, there's going to be... Um, we'll see. Uh, one show that actually got canceled last year and got brought back to Netflix this year, uh, Lucifer... Um, now we'll, there's a full review on the casket cast, so go over and check that out if you're interested in that. But, um, they're still waiting on whether or not they'll get renewed by Netflix, considering Netflix, like, this next month are launching, like, 67 new movies and TV shows, so it's kind of like, there's a lot of new content coming this summer, so... That'll probably bury all the other stuff that's out there that people haven't seen yet or people haven't heard of yet. Because uh, I know there's so much out there to digest as far as Netflix is concerned. Because it's almost like a 
it's almost like a weird cesspool of its own of its own filth like kind of wallowing around and <laughs> you don't know what's really there or not until unless their algorithm decides it wants to spit it your way <laughs> um but I, that, that's where I just start throwing random words out there or just go through the entire Netflix originals like tab you know just scroll through everything to see what they got because you never know they might have something that's like super interesting I go to Netflix for the new anime stuff basically that's mostly what I do and shows that I want to rewatch mm. that's on Netflix like right now DS9 we're, we're rewatching those mm. But yeah, I like some of the original anime that ends up on Netflix. So, like Seven Deadly Sins is a good one. Hmm. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of their um, Asian dramas, which I find are sometimes much better than American dramas. Hmm. Especially when they have a lot of the cute... Um, I like the ones that have more of the smaller community type feels, like couple of them I liked was when they had small companies that the one I recently saw was it was a small company for cosmetics and uh, called Lovely Cosmetics but the show was called My Horrible Boss and the boss was basically this chick who's very um, basically you would want to murder her at some point but she does (laughs) It was basically her, but it, she had her own story arc where she be, this is how she was, and then she slowly became part of the community of Lovely Cosmetics. A lot of the people in Lovely Cosmetics had their own story arcs, and then Lovely Cosmetics kept fighting the big corporations to try and make it. Yeah. So I really like that mm-hmm. kind of story arc. And it's not like the... You know, I'm going to have sex with everybody. It's not going to be the stupid crap you see. You still see some stupid stuff, but... Or groups of friends are cannibalizing each other's yes. relationships. <laughs> it's like, um, well, you're not dating this person, so I'm going to date them now. It's like, well, I've got kids with these people. Well, no, you're their stepdad. Weird. Exactly. We're it's all none of that crap. <laughs> you know, and they don't do a lot of the I loves you. They do the I like you. Yeah. You know, so when they say I like you, it actually means that they like you more than just friends. Whereas us Americans, yeah. as far as I know, I don't know about everybody else, but we say I love you. I think the one show I've been really liking um, on Netflix, it actually came back for its third season, is the series Easy. And Easy is basically about relationships. And the whole show revolves around different relationships. Every episode is a different kind of relationship. Starts off with a couple who were like, um, they're kind of in kind of a kind of they're kind of in a polyamorous relationship, mm-hmm. but only one of them is truly adapting to it while the other one is like kind of fighting against it. Mm-hmm. And even when she has these moments where she finally meets somebody, she's finally getting to experience some of the weird stuff that her husband's experiencing. She doesn't want it because all she really wants is to be with her husband. And her husband's kind of, yeah, but I'm exploring this now. This is becoming my new thing. I'm falling in love with different people now. And this is like, and it it gets kind of, it it gets a little weird and skewed. And um, of course, some of the other relationship uh, things happen to be, you know, like a woman who, um, has a little bit of a 
I you guess would I guess you can say she's ha- she has a lot of bad luck when it comes mm-hmm. to dating, and she just kind of wants to settle down and be a mom and everything else. So she kind of leeches onto the mom, um, onto the mom uh, things by being a babysitter for a woman that's like a complete train wreck. So she knows she can kind of get that kid done, yeah. and stuff like that, and. Ugh. Uh, but Easy is a really cool show. So, like, there's a lot of it's, like, either, you know, steady relationships or just kind of um, anonymous sex. I mean, it could be a lot of things. There's even an episode in the new season that's very different from the rest of the series. So if you haven't seen this season or even if any of this sounds interesting, go back and watch the first season all the way up to now. It's actually a really good watch. I like to see a romance tv series where every season so it's kind of like american horror story where every season's different people yeah i never really saw it but i knew i seen some episodes and i know like how it actually is yeah but it'd be something like that but everybody still knows each other so kind of like a book series oh, of okay. romances so like each season is there's just different people and there's like different a town or a city exactly. or something like that and you so, may you may see those people in the background of other people exactly or exactly yeah. so i kind of want that as like you know it'd be cool if they just had every story arc of each character be one season because I know that's a really big thing in British mm-hmm. uh, British television where after a couple seasons they'll like almost phase out the entire cast and bring in a completely new yeah. cast for a new series but and I think they should definitely do like a romance where basically it's pretty much almost the same people it's just everybody or each season's the one person's story arc yeah you know they find their true love by the end of the story and then you may see them in the background in the next you know few seasons or they may still have uh, some kind of relationship with them other new other characters that are coming out yeah so another show that got canceled um on the negative side of this which is also a netflix series is the santa clarita diet uh, the show starred. Uh, I had a heart. I could not get past. I'm sorry. I watched that and I saw the first ep- first <laughs> episode and I stared at that and I'm like, I to this day I really have no idea how I feel about this show. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's been on for what a few for a few years. Yeah, they've had, they've had it on for a few seasons. Yeah. So, but I was just like looking at this going, what the frick. Yeah, the show stars uh, <coughs> Timothy Oliphant, uh, Drew Barrymore, yes. and many, many others um, you'll, that you'll see uh, in different shows. If you're definitely interested in the first episode where... Uh, Drew Barrymore's character pretty much like she becomes the zombie or whatever. No, uh, the guy that played Castle, Nathan... Nathan Fillion. Yeah, he gets eaten by Drew Barrymore in the first episode. <laughs> Oh, there's light in here. Yes. Yeah, the Santa Clarita diet, definitely not for everybody. Um, I, I remember, like, a lot of people kept telling me, oh, you need to watch this show. It's incredibly funny. And um, I've gotten to the literal point where it's like, zombies, no. Mm-hmm. If it's got zombies, no, I don't give a shit. Because, <laughs> like, I finally got to that point. I remember, like, um, now the early goings of our podcast, especially when, um, like probably like year two uh for the casket cast before we even named it that 
uh, Stavro was like fighting me on like these Walking Dead reviews I would do because <laughs> I was watching every single season and I was just kind of going into like uh, you know partially in depth uh, review. But then it got to a point by the I think it was like by season five or six I started phasing out because the show was getting kind of. Mm-hmm. ridiculous you know like, usually so, yeah i usually find that in a lot of series especially hour-long series half hour shows don't always have this problem because they're only half yeah. hours but long hour-long shows i find that after the fifth sixth season they get they get through a dry period mm-hmm. and they're really hard to keep it going and the tough part too especially around like season four and five of the walking dead is there were so many other shows that were coming out that were also zombie series yeah and, um you know you had like uh a few different ones you know there were british series japanese series it was like you know just a bunch of different ones they even had like that spoof series that was made by the guys who did sharknado um, called Z Nation that was on Sci-Fi and I mean just hair pulling bad kind of stuff and it was like it almost makes you just want to throw the whole genre out the window mm-hmm. and it's finally reached to the I think we finally reached that point where it's finally stopped being fun to watch you know it's mo- the cliche and the novelty of it is completely worn off well I mean it's it's it goes in like cycles because before yeah. you had zombies you had vampires yeah vampire everything I mean even robot chicken made a joke about every show being a vampire <laughs> show yeah you know? now it's zombies and now it's well there is that one vampire show that's uh, that's out that's on FX uh, what we do in the shadows yeah that's yeah, hilarious I, that show I thought about great. checking that's that hilarious. out yeah. I thought about checking that out because some of the previews yeah. looked really hilarious that that was pretty funny I just love that ultra dry fucking yeah. humor it's just yeah. oh, um, and then so there's campy. Legacies which was a take off of the originals and Vampire Diaries yeah which I never really I did see Vampire Diaries for a couple of seasons I saw a brief bit of originals, and then I did see Legacies a little bit, but I was like, eh, I'm not too interested. Yeah. Uh, that's more of a teenager stuff. Um, what? Now, for some of you guys who are Supernatural fans, they are, re- as far as I know, renewed for another season. I think they're maybe up for two for two episodes. Hmm. Or two seasons, excuse me. Um because they're on they just ended their 14th season yeah and i think it's so interesting how so supernatural was meant to be only five seasons yeah they wrote they written out the entire five seasons and then when it became such a big hit by the fifth season and it made so much noise they continued it but the cool thing about this is that everybody still wanted to do it it wasn't like yeah oh it's just because of the fans no everybody was like the fans want it do you get are you get they even had um articles saying hey the boys are still up for it and they're mm. now like my age they're they're basically our age they're in their late 30s playing late 30 characters which i actually found was kind of cool was that there's not that many shows out there like this that are now late 30s yeah characters there's a lot of more that are like their teens or 20s so i kind of find that i feel like i'm still even though i'm not as i most of the time watch it just because i've seen this from the beginning Mm -hmm. and i feel like i'm still growing with them yeah 
but the end of the series, this season, kind of interesting. God, who is Chuck, <laughs> threw a tantrum. Yeah. So it was revealed that uh, Chuck, who is God, it, so God is a writer. He um, he makes his appearance as writing the Supernatural book series. Yeah. Which I thought was funny because he was known as a prophet, which actually turns out to be God. Um, and... Yes, but the Supernatural book series that he's writing in the stories are, in fact, the gospel yes. of Sam and Dean. Well, yeah, I think they fell off. And then they did the Winchester a, Gospels. And then they did a convention <laughs> center. They did a convention. I thought that was so so funny how they did that. Um, Axel occasionally watches it. He most of the time watches it when they come up with cool things like doing the Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. Uh, so basically, Well, I got out of it because it basically... In, it just kept going on and on? No, it was more along the lines of... The, the appeal of the show for me was the heroes defeating the bad guys. Yeah. When the heroes started working with the bad guys constantly, it was like, uh, you know, now you're kind of celebrating the devil. Yeah. You're, you're not defeating the devil. You're being black and white, yeah. You're, yeah. You're, you're, it's no longer the black and white show that I thought was fun. It's now the, you know... Yeah, anyway... Um, so in this season, um, there was Jack the Nephilim, who was... Nephilim. Nephilim, who's Lucifer's child. Mm-hmm. Uh, they helped raise him with uh, Cassiel. Jack go, loses his soul by burning it out, by saving everybody, uh, and also by killing Michael from a different world. Because mm. uh, Michael, I believe, died earlier on before the apocalypse happened. Or when they were having the apocalypse for the first time. And yes, I say the first time because they've had a few of those. And so Jack was going psycho, which was funny. They had the last episode, I believe, or the episode before, he actually made the entire world tell the truth and nothing but the truth. That's fun. And they made little jokes like president, and they didn't say President Trump. They actually said, oh, the president came out about all the tax lies, about about the tax lies, about all these, and then something about Russia, and, oh, and then he also had me to deal with Crowley. Oh, God. So I was like, oh, they must be talking about President Trump. <laughs> so I like how they did small things like that. Yeah, I think the, the one thing about Supernatural for me that became an issue was the, because, like, I stopped watching it uh-huh. right around the time they started doing the whole Angels and Demons Yeah, a lot thing. of people uh, brought, yeah. a lot of people did drop out because of the Angels. I kind of like the original core of the show, where they're just kind of, like, battling monsters and yeah. ghosts and all this weird stuff. I, you know, and I think that's where they should have ended it. Mm-hmm. It's like, once they did a season or two of the Angels and Demons thing, that should have been the yeah. end. Instead, we get, like, numerous seasons where Sam or Dean end up dying, and then they get come they come back, and then there's, like, yeah, constant yeah. fights. But it has created a very fun, reoccurring cast, mm-hmm. because the guy who plays uh, Castiel is actually pretty funny. He um, is. In his own weird, dry way. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, there have been a lot of real fun moments, you know, especially when they... Because uh, I think they... Didn't they bring back... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who plays... Negan in The Walking Dead, uh, 
uh, what was it, uh, Harry, or something Dean Morgan. Uh, he actually plays Sam and Dean's dad. Yes. Yes, um, they brought him in for an episode. They got... Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So they had... <laughs> so one of the things to... So one of the reasons... So Dean got possessed by Michael uh, for a while. from Michael from the other world. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found this device that grants wishes. And they were going to use it to get rid of Michael. Well... Dean's wish actually was having a family dinner. So it ended up bringing for one night, um, for one night they were actually able to bring the father back so they could have the family dinner. So it was a really cute episode. Hmm. Um, and then he went and then he went and did his own thing. Um, but yeah, so in the season finale, Jack goes psycho. God comes down, who's Chuck, and gives him a weapon. But the weapon is doesn't have bullets. It's like a balancing. So if you use it to shoot someone, you die too, kind of thing. Oh, okay. So in the storyline arc, um, God wanted D to actually kill uh, Jack, and they found, they realized that Chuck was really into the stories. And was using them for the stories, <laughs> kind of thing, sick kind of thing. And when Dean's like, you know what? No. And Jack was there, like doing the whole, go ahead and kill me. You know, I, I, I get it. I'm a monster. I did all these terrible things. You yeah. know. And Dean looked at him and go, you know what? No, I'm <laughs> not gonna kill you. It was a really, you know, really good moment. So Chuck threw a fit. Is like, no, you need to kill him. Um, this is supposed to be epic story, you know, yeah. Isaac and something or other biblical thing. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. And so Chuck through a fit basically disappears. And a lot of the souls, um, a lot of souls from hell basically opened up. Hmm. They, and they actually brought back some of their earlier, um, people, the earlier ones that they got rid of, like the woman in white. Yeah. was one of the first ones they did. Um, there was a clown one, one of the clowns uh, hmm. that they ran into that Sam hates came back. Um, there was another one I don't remember that I knew. If I seen it, I could tell you that they did. Yeah. Uh, and then a bunch of zombies because they were in a cemetery. Of course. <laughs> so <laughs> here they zombies. are all surrounded by zombies and souls coming out. And I'm like, oh, God is throwing a temper and decided to... Uh, not want to be part of this world anymore. <laughs> so there, here's a few more um, shows that ended up getting nixed. Um, yes, Pussy this Cavalier last was season. one. And some of these are actually from uh, NBC. So At Bio, uh, which is a comedy, um, has one of the guys from uh, It's Always Sunday in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and he plays like a substitute, or not substitute, plays like a the the replacement At Bio teacher. Yeah. Um, biology teacher but all he ever does is he tries to get them to help him like fuck over some guy that he has a rivalry with quote quote unquote and uh, um so he's kind of it's kind of him it's kind of the guy playing dennis playing another version of the dennis character we we saw something like this on, on fox with um oh god what's her name it's like caitlin olsen she was playing um basically her sweet d character on a show called the mick and it didn't do that good either yeah it looked yeah, really it was, terrible it was kind of campy and just bad um another show that got taken out was um 
Charlene Harris's Midnight Texas, which is basically watered down True Blood. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Irby, yes, yeah, uh, that one I never got into. I watched the very, I watched a few episodes, sh- and I'm like, no. Uh, Wizzy Cavalier only lasted for one season. They are yeah. canceling it. Uh, the Reverie. Yes, that um, only lasted for a couple seasons, though, yeah. as far as I know. I only saw the, I saw most of the first one and never really got back into it. I know why they. I know why Wizzy Cavalier got next though, because I watched mm. it, and you know, and as a writer, you know, I could see when things will possibly end. And I've been probably about eighty, twenty percent, about eighty percent correct. Yeah. I I had a feeling Wizzy Cavalier wasn't going to make it because part of the problem was they didn't have a main story arc. Yeah. And all the all the big stories or all the big TV shows that happen that's out there for the most part has big story arcs. Mm-hmm. That they follow. I think Orville is the one that doesn't quite have a sto- big giant story arc. I mean, no. they <laughs> this one they kind of do now cuz they're doing the war thing, but the reason why Orville is doing so well is because they actually brought in a lot of Star Trek stuff. They brought right. in a lot of stuff that people like, you know, whereas Wizzy Cavier didn't. They had the guy and a girl fighting, but everybody has that now. It's yeah, like always a guy true. and a girl. They're always trying to not screw each other in the first season. Oh, speaking of, elementary. Oh, is it getting canceled finally? It's getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah. This is their last season, I think. Either this season or the next season. Um, Happy Together is another one. Uh, Life in Pieces. I didn't even know they brought the show back. Murphy Brown? Yeah. They brought they that, but, that back. I no, think. I remember did, that. Did it have Candace Bergen on it? Yep. Yes, it did. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> um, it's hard to keep that shit around. It's like it was good for when it came out. The, Outpow- the Outpost is actually supposed to be coming out uh, with a second season. Mm. Uh, that was actually, for some of you guys who don't know about The Outpost, it's a small summer season, I believe. And it's kind of like a medievalish kind. But the story line is actually pretty cool. It's about this uh, chick who is kind of like, kind of like an elf who has black blood. Oh. And that's her species. Her species has black. Her um, species has black blood, and they have control of these demons from a different world, hmm. and other abilities. And so she's technically the last of her kind. Wow. Uh, the human race, basically, the evil human race people decided to kill all her fam. Send a bunch of assassins to kill her family and village, hmm. uh, because they didn't because they can be considered really powerful. And they didn't want them to, you know, do stuff. So she basically hit her, um, hit her species by cutting off her ears. Oh, jeez. Yeah, she, well, the tips of her ears, more or less. But kind of elvish, almost? Or? Kind of. Uh, she has tips of ears, which is, like, the only thing that hmm. would, other than the black blood, would tell you she's not human. So she, um... When it became an issue, when she survived the village attack, mm-hmm. which actually, you actually find out that the guy let her live, and she actually met up with him, who taught her some of her ancestral stuff. And so Outpost is this basically little post, little army post that's in among of kind of zombie-ish kind of creatures. Yeah. <laughs> There's a zombie thing, but they do a kind of, they basically call it a plague <laughs> Yeah. More than just oh my god, zombies. They zombies, do an actual yeah. plague. 
It's it's cooler if the yeah. if like if it's something else. Like for me, it would be cool if it was like demons or if it was something mm-hmm. like something just different yeah. other than just zombies. So she does make it to the outpost and where she ends up staying, and she befriends the princess who actually becomes who's actually. So she was. You find out she's a secret princess who actually ends up at the end of the season trying to do a revolt mm. to get back the crown. And so it's actually a neat little storyline series. And I actually liked it. They actually did a really good job. I think a lot of people will like it. So in addition to um, that show, or I think you, the show you were talking about just a bit ago, Cavalier. Yes. Um, for the people, uh, the fix, the kids are all right, splitting up or splitting up together uh speechless and take two are all yep. getting canceled i do take maybe, two i do take two when yeah. make it i and fox has some new one or some and we already know about gotham because yes. they had their season finale uh our series finale just this year yep. uh the cool kids which i never heard of um, um i saw the first part of it at, at the end of one of we we do dvrs so mm-hmm. It's recorded after one of our series. This one's not a surprise. Lethal Weapon. Because they replaced the guy. They had to, though. No, there was an art. Well, there was an article that they had to fire him because he was... Like, I guess getting, he got into a fight with somebody, one he of the was producers. Coming in, I think he was coming in drunk and having mm-hmm. a lot of issues with the cast that, to the point where they had to cancel him. But there was no way they were going to continue that show with Sean William Scott. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. Um, so I mean, he didn't do a bad job, though. Yeah. He really didn't, but... It just wasn't the same. Yeah, it was kind of hard, and Lethal Weapon was the only TV show that was based off a movie that I actually liked. Yeah. Uh, the Passage is another one that's getting killed. Um, the Gifted. Yep. Which... I got that. I'm, I was not surprised. Uh, no. there's already a show like it on TV. I deleted my yeah. second... I I recorded the entire second season on my DVR. never really watched it. I was like, oh, I'll get to it eventually. So it was canceled after the second season. I'm like, deleted it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll this, watch it on Netflix sometime. This will go nowhere. Uh, Proven Innocent um, and Star. Oh, Proven Innocent didn't even make it for the first season? No. Wow. I didn't even see that one, but... All the time, I think my dad was. Most of these it. shows, I've I've never watched. Uh, Proven Innocent, I think I was. I haven't even heard of. <laughs> Proven Innocent was. I saw the previews. Was this redhead chick who got, she got arrested and then she got mm. out, and then she became oh, a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, she became, became a lawyer, lawyer. to um, help other people who were arrested, who were, uh, I think, were arrested and had yeah. innocently. And you know, I mean, a show like that wouldn't wouldn't have been so bad because it's basically like a different take on a show where you're like like, like your lawn orders yeah. or your other you know SVU ABC which SVU has made it. Yeah, they broke a record. They are now the longest running drama SVU? series. Who's that? Twenty first season coming up this next fall. What's that one? Yikes! Law and Order SVU. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, from the CW, these shows were not a huge surprise because I think these were all going to their end. Like, okay. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, That's been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, the show's uh, writer and main actress, she's 
she only wanted to do one more season. Mm-hmm. And so she, she's she's closing the show because yep. she wants to do movies and stuff. So, uh, I Zombies will be its last yes, season. Yes, I'm sad. But I mean, it's it's I haven't five. seen it. I haven't seen you the know? last one. I mean, it's yeah, five I mean, seasons. I can kind of see why they did kind of lose a lot of their flair yeah. on the first couple of seasons. Yeah. I think I just been watching because I do enjoy some of the stuff they do, but I could kind of see why it lost this, why it's ending. Uh, but I am watching the last one. I w- I'll be watching the last one at some point. And of course, Jane, Jane the Virgin, uh, for all those who, who have actually That's seen been it. going around I did for a get while. to talk to Rose McIver from iZombie. Yep, though. I have to. Yeah. I had yeah. to ask her questions. I'd be drooling on her. I don't think I'd be able to <laughs> ask her anything. Be um, like, oh. Speaking of which, Rose City Comic Con is coming up in September. They have not, as far as I know, brought out the press pass forms, so hopefully we will all, once that come out, be able to go. Because Tim Curry's going to be there. Yes, Tim Curry. I'm a little sad about that, though. So I saw pictures of what he looked like at um, the Texas Frightmare Festival, which we did not get to attend, but you know, due to scheduling conflicts. But yeah, he, he looks bad. He does. He does. He's in a wheelchair. Aww. He's... He looks like he's dying. <laughs> I just like, I don't know if I could, if I could, if I could go want to meet him. I'd be like, I just want to remember you the way you used to be. As Frankenfurter. Well, I mean, <laughs> much like, like I, I want to remember him the way most people are able to experience, yeah. like, like him and their, you know, some of the best roles they've done. Not necessarily Rocky Horror, but you know, just. I mean, I kind of... I the Tim Curry I like to remember is, like, you know, from, like, late 80s, early 90s. Clue. Kind of stuff, yeah. So, do you... So, speaking of that, do you do you think that the reason why he's appearing at some of these conventions now... Like, as far as I know, he's never been in any of the conventions I've ever seen. No, not really. So, maybe this might be his... just Kind of like how a lot of actors come in the last... Like, the last few years yeah. is... Maybe just wanting to see the people, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, because he may he may only get another go. You know, I mean, and he's just doing this tour right now. So, uh, for him, you know, making making these rounds, especially with the mm-hmm. especially with Comic Con, um, I mean, no doubt that he'll he'll get a good uh, showing. Which is kind of funny that he's going to be at Rose City Comic Con, which is a comic convention. And as far as I'm aware, Tim Curry has never been in any comic book. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine. I mean, who knows? They might have made a Rocky Horror comic. I mean, I know or he's Clint. done voice work. Yeah. Yeah. In a lot of stuff, so mm-hmm. I mean, that could be the uh, that could be the draw. Could be. Um, also, it would be a timing thing too, because mm-hmm. it Chapter Two comes out this summer, and he did play Pennywise originally, so. Yep. Maybe this is kind of a, his way of kind Maybe. of getting that showing for that, or I don't know because he's played a lot of like comic-y kind of characters, you know. Yeah, like, I know it's a lot of especially a legend, you know, the the, the big devil looking character <laughs> he plays. I know a lot of actors do, are doing these last hurrah movies for last like, um, oh. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger made up here. Made a couple movies recently, I think. Yeah. Um, S- S- Sylvester Stallone. Plus, he's gonna be in that new Terminator, also. Oh, is he? Yeah. The another one. Yeah, another one. <laughs> another Terminator. Uh, this time, no, none of the Connor or, 
Yeah, none of the Connors are a target. It's some other random girl, and they have, like... You know how they had in Terminator uh, Salvation, there was the I, one you know. the one guy... You've never seen it? I think I've so, seen them all at least once. So Terminator Salvation had a character in it who was a Terminator, but didn't know mm-hmm. he was. And, and, and they have a character like that in the new one, too. Okay. Um, but Terminator Salvation is considered to be one of the worst ones. Oh. I... I, I would say it's my third favorite. Uh-huh. Um, where part two is my absolute. Part one would be my follow-up, number two. I don't like part three. Um, Salvation would definitely follow it. I didn't like Genesis. So, <laughs> so like, um, I don't know. And This one does look better. They brought they brought back Linda Hamilton. Um, Arnold's in it. Um, kind of old man Terminator. I figure by when they made Genesis and John Connor became a Terminator... And a part of Skynet, game over, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like they've got they got what they wanted. Game over, they won. Nope. So of yeah, not. now we got another one. So and it's back in the past, and of probably going to be time traveling a lot. Um, what other? There's a lot of other um, ones coming for the last hurrah that I've noticed. Bruce Willis goes off. At, I don't know if I can consider a last hurrah for Bruce Willis because he's always in. I've always yeah. been stuff, but um, I'm thinking he's gonna be in a like I, things I can see coming out pretty soon. I can see them making another Red movie. Yeah, a I Red could, Three. Yeah, I could see him doing <laughs> that. Um, I could also see them doing a Death Wish Two. Mm-hmm. Um, his version of Death oh, Wish. Oh, I haven't seen Death Wish One. I need to watch. Yeah. That. Was that any good? It's. Well, so, like, the guy I thought should have been in Death Wish <laughs> was a way different actor. Um, I kind of liked, because, okay, so the first movie I always thought was a Death Wish remake was the movie Death Sentence, um, and it had Kevin Bacon in it. Um, it's the same movie. It's the same exact movie as, as the new... Kevin Bacon's still around? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know how old he is, he, but... He's been, yeah, he's actually going to be in a new Tremor series, believe it or not. <laughs> They're doing another Tremors? Yeah, really? but in our TV series. So they're oh. kind of picking up the old series, but he's playing his... He's reprising his character from the I used the to movie. like the first two movies. Yeah. Was, the Tremors was a fun movie that I remembered. The series got a little corny after a while, oh. especially with the farting, flying, <laughs> you know, the fart knockers or whatever they're calling them. Uh, but yeah, the uh, but circling back... Uh, yeah, Bruce Willis's version of Death Wish is basically like Death Sentence. Okay. Uh, Death Sentence was directed by James Wan, who did Saw and uh, Dead Silence. Uh, it was a really well-made movie. Eli Roth, who did like Green Inferno and Cabin in the or Cabin Fever, he's the one who did um, uh, the new Death Wish. Okay. So, I mean, it, we'll have to watch. It that. is what it is, but. Um, it, it, it does look cool. I haven't seen it yet, but it, the storyline got explained to me so many different ways. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Death Sentence, <laughs> not Death Wish. <laughs> um, um. But, hey, you know, anything to bring back the spirit of Charles Bronson, you know? Yeah. <laughs> even if it's, uh, even if it's, um, what's his face, uh, who plays Venom and, uh, oh, God, um. Venom was a fun movie. Actually. Venom was actually pretty fun. I'm actually looking forward to that bad, sequel. Yeah. yeah. 
Especially bring, I mean, Woody Harrelson is Carnage. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. That, that was, yeah. yes. I will agree, but it was actually a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because um, I was like, I don't know if I want to see that, but it was actually better than what I thought. Uh, we're kind of, I think Axel was a lot interested in seeing how that ties into um, how they're going to tie a lot of it into the other stuff. If they do at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it, it, I'm wondering if they're going to bring together. Uh, and make the uh, the Spider Squad, you know, where you got Spider Man, Venom, Iron Spider, uh, as a crew of their own, you huh. know, Spider. It's Spider-Man. like they did in the anime series or the animated series, anime series, animated series. The Spider Verse. No, no, not no, Spider Verse, but. Uh, no, in if you watch like Fox XD or Disney XD, uh, where they're doing Spider-Man, the Spider-Man series, he, he brings together uh, a group of spider-based heroes, hmm. like Iron Spider, uh, Venom, Spider-Man, hmm. uh, a couple others, like because. Uh, the Iron Spider is basically the Spider-Man suit that Tony Stark made for Spider-Man. Yeah. And somebody else gets a hold of it. And huh. so, you know, stuff like that. So I am wondering if if they do tie it all together, if they're going to tie together a, uh, a like, spider squad. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. I mean, it's got to be better than that Spider-Man movie they made with Topher Grace on it. Yeah. Ugh. I didn't mind that one <laughs> just so much. I don't know, but yeah, it that the one that that was Tobey Maguire's last one, and then like it wasn't as good. No, I mean the the Sandman. I did like good... who played Gwen Stacy though. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of fu- it was kind of fun because they got they had um what's her name uh, Kirsten Dunst yes. playing a red a blonde playing a redhead. <laughs> And then they brought in Dallas Which, Br- Bryce Dallas Howard, a redhead, to play a blonde. I felt <laughs> funny with Kirsten Dunst's character in this in that in those movie series. Yeah. She starts out really red and then slowly becomes a strawberry blonde. Oh god. Yeah, it's kinda... Yeah, we actually I actually saw her in a movie recently. She had a small part in the um important figures or something it's the one about the three black women who their actual like real role in the past about getting someone to the moon for the very first time and hidden hidden figures and she was the head of some head of some kind of division not head of division but basically she was uh, one of the main head characters who uh, disliked black women. And I looked at her going, wow, she looks a lot older than, than I'm accustomed. I, it's one of those, you see someone from like, who's still in her, tw- who used to be in there. Like the last movie I probably seen her was yeah. Spider-Man. And all of a sudden here she is like some years later. Super old. <laughs> well, she didn't look old, old. It just surprised. It was just a surprise on the age difference. It kind of was. It was like that for me with, with her also. Because like the first thing I ever saw her in was Star Trek. 
Kirstie Stutz? Yeah. She had a very small role on Next Generation. Um, And then she was in Interview with the Vampire, like not so Mm -hmm. long after that. Um, And then there was the big jump after, because I didn't see the cheerleading movie she was in. I did. But, boom, Spider-Man. And I'm like, wow, you grew up. (laughs) It's like, jeez. Uh, I figured other... I, I figured she was going to be really good looking because she was yeah. a cute kid. And so she was in a lot of other movies too, but it was just like she totally disappears after I think the cheerleading movies and all and the Tobey Maguire movies, and I was like, wow, that was just a big hit difference. Yeah, it probably had to do with a lot of the thievery she was trying. Because didn't she get busted for like trying to sell a Spider-Man costume? I totally don't know. I do not know. I heard something about that where she was like, she got busted for like trying to sell uh, prop pieces and stuff from like the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movies, and uh, which wouldn't have been. That'd be funny, you know. It's a good way to kind of fuck yourself over. Yep. I know, like, um, you know, another almost blacklisted Hollywood actress. Um, yeah, what's her name? Um, or Lindsay Lohan. You know, she's a She's put together her own film company now so she can make, like, really B-ray, like, weird horror movies. <laughs> it's, like, such a strange thing to want to put together. Um, much like... Uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about this uh, too much on the Casket Cast, so I'll just bring it up again. Um, Chris Rock wants to reboot the Saw series. The what series? Saw. Oh. It's already had, like, eight films, you know? Why do they want to reboot it? <laughs> <laughs> Same reason why they wanted to reboot Star Trek, Star... Well, I don't know about Star Wars, but all yeah. kinds of other shit. Yeah, so, like, I mean, it's kind of a weird thing. I mean, maybe it might have something to do with, um, you know, with uh, Jordan Peele, you know, getting so much buzz in Hollywood right now for doing horror sci-fi kind of stuff, you know, because he had uh, Get Out and then Us... Now he's got the Twilight Zone series, and I'm sure he's got another movie coming out soon. So, um, and I know one of the f- projects he's producing, not directing, but producing, is a remake of the horror classic Candyman, oh. which is going to scare the fuck out of a lot of people. <laughs> um, yeah, before we go, um, I know you wanted to talk about this earlier today. Um, you got to share some of this news that you have about, or your thoughts on Google's Pixel 3. Okay, so some of you guys pop... I was on the one of the unfortunate people who had the hardware issue of the um, Google Pixel 3. You're basically like the people that got the Windows phone. <laughs> yeah, so my friend... So originally my friend and I decided we wanted to try Google Fi, but because Google Fi only had limited phones... Yeah. Speaking of... <laughs> whoops. Shush. Sorry, my phone decided to, decided to try and bring Google up. <laughs> so... You said my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we wanted to try Google Fi, but beca- and at this point, I was so set on the Note 9. I was like, I want the Note 9, because... I've never had a Note. I've heard great things about the Note. Oh, yeah. And the day the day I was going to go in for my Note 7, it got recalled. If you get a Note, you don't even need a laptop. Pretty much at that point. You can just... <laughs> so, <laughs> but we're like really interested in checking out the Google Fi. We wanted to save monies. But the Note 9, it could be tactically used for a Google Fi, but you wouldn't be able to get all the, the, you wouldn't be able to get all the, 
uh, parts, mm-hmm. you would only be on a T-Mobile thing. Yeah. Which I'll tell you, this this is actually going to be... So what I ended up doing, it, that kind of seems actually kind of ironic, but what I did... So we ended up trying... So Google Pixel 3 was actually another phone I've been kind of interested in. Yeah. So I said... And yes, that was my cat, Tabitha, not liking the fact that she had to be mo- removed from my husband's stomach. Because <laughs> she likes to perch on his stomach. <laughs> so... Um, Google Pixel 3 was one of the ones I've been wanting to try out anyway, so I was like, sure, let's try it. Well, a few things happened. I was one of the unfortunate people who had the hardware issues. The speaker, the speakers weren't all that great, so people couldn't hear me. Mm. Uh, I, there, I, I had signal connection I- issues. Like Everybody around me who had a similar phone and even Google Fi, perfect signal. I did not. Mm. And because I got this through Google Fi... And the Google store, I couldn't just walk into a Verizon or a Sprint or anything and say, switch out my phone and yeah. get a newer one. It's, I had to go through the store, the Google store, which was a load of crap because um, in order for me to get the phone first, I had, which this is actually something that is not new. I've worked for Apple Care. Apple Care does this if you don't have Apple Care. Where you actually have to put on whatever the whatever the phone is worth at that time, which was like I think it was eight hundred some dollars, you had to put a, you have they put that hold on your card, hmm. in your account, and then what they'll do is they'll send you the new phone, and then you have to send this then you have to send your actual phone at a certain amount of time, Weird. Um, and then once they receive it they will really they will tell the bank to release the hold. Because it's basically so... Insurance. So it's an insurance sure policy. Think, yeah. But the problem is, is one, we didn't have the money. And I have seen it where um, Apple Care had told the bank, yeah, it's fine. But the bank didn't release it right away. And so it'll take five to ten business days before you get your money back. Yeah. So we didn't have the money. We didn't want to deal with that. Google Fi wasn't willing to waive that. So I had to... So I had to... They... They emailed me a free... They did email me a free shipping label. You'd think they would have enough stock in store to just replace it right then and there instead of making you go through the hoops. Well, it's because I didn't... Yeah, it's stupid. Sprint did that with me a long time ago, but yeah. (laughs) uh, We just all come to the ironic thing here by this whole T-Mobile thing. So uh, I just sent the phone out. I waited... It got there like within a couple days, but I ended up having to wait another almost four or five days before I got the phone back. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. It was annoying. Got my new phone. It was working Which meant fine. That I actually lived without a phone for almost two weeks because my wife wouldn't let me have my phone. Well, hers was gone. The problem is, so I'm not one of those. My biggest thing with my phone is, I use. I'm really not on it as much as a lot of people think. I use it mostly for. Ha. I mostly use it for talking with people and making contact. And my biggest thing was I just needed to make sure people could contact me because we don't have a home phone. Yeah. My husband sleeps through, My husband sleeps 80% of the day. He doesn't use his phone. <laughs> so it wasn't really a loss for him for me to just take the phone with me if I needed to make a phone call. But it's those, uh, but it's those opportune moments when you have to wake up and go to the bathroom. That you just <laughs> take the phone in there with you, play a game or so. Well, yes. <laughs> That's what I I do do that when I do that occasionally is like the bathroom's kind of like my personal leave me alone. 
I, I kind of have that with the uh, with the newest or with a couple of new games that just came out, but we'll go into that in a bit. So, um, I got the new phone. Seemed fine. Uh, Liz and I went on a trip for a few days to California, to Concord, California, and San Francisco. Google Fi was working fine. My mm. phone was working fine. And then recently, about a month ago, the camera focus was having issues. Hmm. And it was actually not me, because I did all the steps, still no focus, no scratches. Apparently, it was a worldwide thing with some people's phones. Wow. Uh, my f- best friend Liz didn't have issues. Our friend Tom didn't have issues. But there were, there were a lot of people on the web that was having camera focus issues. And yeah. at this, and I'm one of the few, pe- and I am one of the people that uses my camera for photos, for things, for the business. And so I was like, you know what? This is my last straw. I am done with Google Pixel. Unfortunately, that does mean I have to leave Google Fine because, you know, I had the phones that I want to use. You know, don't use Google Fine perks, so it's kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah. The funny. This is the ironic part. I go to Sprint, and they're willing to take over. They're willing to help me move over to pay off my phone because mm-hmm. I sold like six hundred dollars. So they help pay for that. I moved over, got my Note Nine, love it. The ironic thing is, T-Mobile is taking over for Sprint. Wow. Yeah, I so, believe. So T-Mobile's buying Sprint out. I that is what the what I've been hearing. I'm not too fond of Sprint anymore like I used to because they have this thing called LTE, which is supposed to be the new 4G. However, my phone's actually been a little slower than most people's. So. Yeah, a lot of people actually. I mean, because I, I get that in my phone too, and I have AT&T. It's just more or less like when you get in yeah. full strength, you know. And, I mean, Sprint never really was a big thing with that. Mm-hmm. They, they would, you would just get your 4G service wherever no, you went. They did it. LTE now. Finally. Uh, but the thing once, is, once LTE, other once other companies have been testing five K or five G, now everybody's like, yeah, yeah, let's catch up. So I'm not too big on Sprint. Um, it's a little slower than for, than what I'm accustomed to. But I love the Note Nine. It's awesome. Um, I was originally thinking about going to Verizon, but you know, like I said, Sprint gave me the deal to get rid of my other phone, so I didn't have to pay for two phones. Yeah. Because at that point, I was like, nope. Um, Note 9 definitely has a cool stylus. I've used it a few times. I played with it. And my cat's stealing food. <laughs> um, the cool thing with the stylus, of course, is, which got popped out, is when you pull it out, you get all these cool, um, you get these side stuff that you could uh, play. So if you want, like, um, you have live message, you could add your own short apps so like I have the calculator the calendar I have no the, the Google notes um, oh there's a view all view all notes uh, create note you know you could write the cool thing is you could write the notes you, and it will type it up yeah that was a um, that was a feature of the a lot of the older galaxies and that mm-hmm. had and it, it wasn't really that great back then but the newer notes that's like one of the most perfect yeah. things you can do just handwrite something if you don't want to type it out so if you go here oh, not that one is it says i remember which one it is so you click on this and then you hit this little t thing on the left mm-hmm. i think no oh you t- excuse me the three dots on the right 
and you could do handwriting so you could do hi and then it'll actually type it out for you to send to your actual messengers um, you could do something what's called a live message which is you could change the background and do some fun stuff and it'll do like a as if you're watching the right hand actually watching the handwriting happen <laughs> kind of like right. it's basically a gif hmm. um, you know stuff like that it's kind of cool I like it uh, what I I actually got to use it a little bit when I was taking some quick notes down on my stylist the other day hmm. uh, trying to get some information on buying houses the cool thing I do like about it was so the the downside about the Google Pixel 3 was you couldn't schedule messages. Hmm. Samsung actually allows you to, to schedule messages. Hmm. Uh, I did, and I used did a lot when for my husband, because my husband says I need you to send me a reminder. So I would schedule a message, a remind, because sometimes it'll be during the times I'm at work or something. So I would send him a message, reminder later on, or I'm like, sometimes if I had something in my head, yeah, I would want to type it up as a scheduled message for our friend who I knew might be at work or asleep, and it'll come in around the time that she's actually awake. Hmm. You know, so you could definitely schedule messages on this one, which is cool. Facial recognition. Google Pixel 3 didn't have this. <laughs> um, I have it set to see my face. Um, I have it set to see my face, and it unlocks, but you still have to swipe up. Yeah. To unlock it, I actually have that set. And then I have a pin number, and then I have my two fingerprints. <laughs> and I did the fingerprint because when you're driving, it is a pain in the butt to try and make sure you can get your face right or mm -hmm. you're trying to enter your, your pin code. So I have for the, I do the two fingerprints, which is my two index, my, finger, my fingerprints on either side. Yeah. So no matter how I'm driving, I can just do it this way. Mm. Uh, so yeah. I'm loving it. It's so far cool. Um, I'm still kind of figuring out a couple of things. Like my alarm clock isn't either working well or I'm not setting it right or I'm doing something weird because either it doesn't go off or I may have, I'm not hearing it. So it goes off and then turns off or I'm hitting something and it goes off oh, wow. or it doesn't go off. So I don't know. It, as far as I know, I'm waking late without my alarm, so <laughs> that's kind of finicky. Um, the chart, so one of the big revs about it was battery. has a decent battery thing, but I also charge about once a day like I did with my Google Pixel 3, so I don't see a real difference between battery life. Yeah, and it really depends on usage, too, because yeah. like how much are you on the internet, which will drain the battery faster, exactly. how, many you, how many phone calls you're actually taking a day, which drains the battery. Yeah. It's like Because um, texting and like doing uh, the apps and stuff doesn't really yeah. do it. It's just everything uh, else. Yeah. Charging, the charging was supposed to be a fast charge. It still takes over an hour to charge, mm -hmm. where I thought it was closer. Now, even with this, even with the fast charger. Yep, even with your actual uh, charger, wow. it char it still takes over an hour to charge from when it once it gets to the bottom. Jeez. Um, let's see. Now here's a cool thing. Now, what's coming out? I don't know. Oh, Note Nine probably doesn't have this, obviously, because this is a new feature for Samsung Ten and Ten Plus. Yeah. They do have a new feature with the up newer ones where you could actually. He went to lay down. Uh, you could actually charge each other's phones. Mm -hmm. That is cool, except I want to do it with strangers. 
that is something that you're just going to risk yourself in getting your phone cloned. So Pretty don't much, deal yeah. with strangers. If you want, you know, I could definitely see some. I could definitely see like if my. <laughs> That's a rule for regular life too. Just yeah. don't do it with strangers. <laughs> exactly. You might get an STD. <laughs> Or in this case, yeah, in this case, a phone STD. <laughs> yeah, phone STD. <laughs> Cellular STD. <coughs> Don't fuck over your phone. It's not worth the charge. But I could definitely see it working well when you have family or friends and you don't have a plug nearby and they're willing to let you have some of their battery life. Jeez. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, don't do it with strangers. You never know. They may clone your phone and steal your identity or crap like that. So mm. stay away from that. Alright, so uh, one of the last things I want to talk about um, is a movie that is actually uh, out right now. Um, It's available on Amazon and on iTunes. Mm -hmm. It's from those who are Dusty. Who's Dusty? Yeah. Okay, so so the film group uh, Dust, uh, they have their own uh, YouTube channel. uh, They mostly gear towards like short sci-fi or sci-fi short films. Um, they actually have uh, their first feature film, uh, which is called Prospect. Um, it is available now for only ninety nine cents. Nice. And that's to buy or no to rent uh, as a rental for ninety nine cents. So uh, if you want to check this out, this was a winner at the South by Southwest Film Festival uh, this last time around, um, and it looks really interesting. It's a uh, kind of I guess you can kind of uh, think of it as being like almost a sci-fi western, mm-hmm. um, if such a thing were to ex- were to exist, and um, yeah, and it's currently available. So uh, definitely check that out. And of course, um, Dust has a plethora of free short films. Um, some of them are mostly uh, sci-fi. Some are sci-fi horror. Just kind of depends on the mm-hmm. genre. Um, and they even have their own original series called Drone. Um, actually, there's a couple different ones. There's Drone, which actually does have its, it does have a regular airtime uh, on on YouTube as well as the show uh, Automata, and both of these are available. They they come out every Sunday, uh, seven o'clock Pacific time, uh, so ten Eastern, and yeah, there there's a lot to be there's a lot to be had with the with the dust. I mean, there's. I mean, not everything on there is a winner, but hey, you know, I mean, most of the films themselves could be anywhere between like five minutes to like fifteen. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can pick and choose. You know, and some of the short films even feature mainstream actors. I mean, we've seen, I've seen like, uh, God, what was his name? Um, the main actor from the show Silicon Valley. Um, he's also like the the current Verizon guy. Uh, if you see those Verizon uh, commercials. <laughs> I keep wanting to say, uh, I, like that I think it's I think it's Thomas Middleditch or something like that. I keep wanting to say Tom Hiddleston, but that's not the same dude. Obviously, that's the guy who plays Loki. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he's been in a, he's been in a dust short. Um, that's why you haven't seen him in a lot of Verizon commercials anymore. <laughs> exactly. I was wondering about him because he seemed he was a fun um, he was one of the fun act characters from Verizon that I actually liked. Yeah, I really do like the. Um, his show Silicon Valley. That was a really fun show. It was, you know, done by the guys or by Mike Judge. who did Beavis and Butthead, Id- Idiocracy, uh, um, King of the Hill, uh, Office Space, and it's such a fun show because they they take 
the um you know the idea of like geek culture and they kind of do more of a they do what what mm-hmm. if you know we took this guy who was like super super smart he could be the next you know the next big you know big game winner as far as like putting out something new that's going to uh-huh. explode out there on the digital market um and he has like this algorithm that's basically going to make the internet faster and all all he needs is just time and put together the right team and everything and they had a really good cast um i did kind of uh i think it, his name was a uh, tj miller um he was on he was like season one to four i think mm-hmm. and he bowed out the last season uh, he was also on deadpool um but he had some sex scandal issues <laughs> Pop, popping his dick out or whatever he was doing and <laughs> so he uh kind of disappeared but the show continued to be funny even without him which was a surprise because he did make the show at first because he was that he was the only idiot in the whole room <laughs> you know, but just kind of he just said he was just a loud mouth who just kind of got himself into the right places and he just happened to be rich for no reason it's, that's funny yeah my superpower is be rich <laughs> if only he could have took that character to deadpool you know luck <laughs> isn't a superpower yes it is no no it isn't yes it is <laughs> no it isn't <laughs> i love that scene anyway um I think that'll wrap it up for this week's uh, Segway Files. So. Yeah. Um, join us once again. Um, so throughout the summer, uh, we'll be seeing some pretty interesting summer films as well as TV shows. So we'll be trying to, to spitball that t- your way. Um, and if you like what you hear, uh, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, also on Stitcher Radio. Um, you can also find us on um spotify and many other platforms uh but definitely look us up rotten corpse radio casket cast the segway files all of it is available it's all for free on anchor.fm forward slash rotten corpse radio and we will see you next month Ta. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.